This is Macchiato Memory, an attempt to make sense of the coffee scene right here in Singapore. Episode 8, Niche Zero, Zero Complaints. Today I am going to be talking to you about the Niche Zero, a fantastic little grinder that is expensive, but I think that if it's within your budget, it is well worth the money. Now before we go into the cost of acquiring a Niche Zero right here in Singapore, I'd also like to say that it's a very easy grinder to accept into the household. Because of the quality of life, uh, for you as the brewer, you're going to find that it's very easy to work with. It will integrate seamlessly into your workflow, apparently regardless of what brewing method you use. But there is an additional selling point. The Niche Zero is also about the quietest grinder that you can buy, I think, unless you want to go for a manual grinder. And to show you just how quiet it is, to let you hear how it sounds for yourself, I recorded this next bit of audio in my kitchen uh, on my phone so that you can have a listen to the Niche Zero in action. So here's how loud it sounds. And for reference, I'm speaking so that you can hear how loud my voice is on the phone. That goes on for the next 20 seconds or so because the Niche Zero grinds at the rate of about 1 gram per second. I think you'll agree with me that it is not too loud at all because bear in mind what you were listening to was an audio recording where the phone was about the same distance from my mouth as it was from the grinder itself. So for anyone else that's actually standing there in the kitchen next to the coffee machine and grinder, the sound of the grinder is going to be softer and I found that it's quite possible to talk over the sound of a grinder. Now you just need to bear in mind that my frame of reference is the Baratza Sete, which is a it's, it's like the opposite end of the Niche Zero. That is built as the fastest grinder that is also great for home brewing. And it was, but uh, as luck would have it, it it kind of broke down on me. I uh, developed some some issues on me during the circuit breaker. And so I was in a little bit of a panic because, you know, then how am I going to grind my coffee during the circuit breaker? And that's when my wife turned to me and asked, you know, since your old grinder is spoiled, can you upgrade, change grinder so that you get something that is quieter? And that's that's what the, the Niche Zero is and so much more. It is more expensive to be fair, uh, but it is quieter and better than the Sete in every respect. It is by far the best grinder that I have ever had the pleasure of owning. And that's why I want to introduce this to you. Because I think this is a grinder that you don't have to fight with, you don't have to fiddle with it. Once you get the hang of it, and for me, I think just at the start, I didn't really set it up and, and do the calibration steps properly. But that's on me, right? That's on me. It didn't take very long at all after that initial hurdle. And that could have been completely avoided if I just looked up some videos and followed some of the instructions before trying to grind with it the first few times. The Niche Zero has just been a fantastic companion to my everyday coffee routine, producing consistent, reliable results, which is great because that frees you up to tweak any of your settings and to get the most out of the shot. So you're not worried about getting a bad shot of coffee or a bad cup of coffee if you're using a different brewing method. You you can chase what is known as the God Shot. And I think the God Shot is really why many of us get into coffee. Of course, God Shot, as the second part of that term implies, uh, has more to do with espresso. And I, and I think it's a common experience that many of us, we had that one day, that, that epiphany moment where you tasted a cup of coffee that was so amazing. It's like the heavens opened and the angels sang uh, into your ears or down your throat. That That's kind of a gross imagery. Erase that imagery. But that, that God shot moment where you experience what coffee can be 
And I think for those of us who get into coffee after that, you we understand. You you start chasing that experience almost because you want to recreate it. You want to recreate it at home. It can be a lot of fun, but it can be frustrating. And why I like this grinder is because it removes the frustration. It removes the frustration. But at what cost? The only thing that I can say about this machine, the only the only complaint that I have about it is the cost financially. And so now let's dive into that. Now, the Niche Zero is an Indiegogo project. If you go to the official website, which I will put a link down below, it will simply redirect you to the, the Indiegogo page. Uh, so it's a crowdfunding kind of thing, which also means that you're going to have to wait for a while. And the crowdfunding is what turned a lot of people off it. I, I am also not a fan of crowdfunding, okay? I have been burned by crowdfunding projects before, and I'm not a fan of it. And I think I echo James Hoffman when he reviewed it, and I will put a link in his video review, which came from last year, and that was what put this grinder on my radar, so that the moment my sete was giving me problems, and my wife, I mean, hey, she approves, and she she wanted a quieter grinder, well, gosh darn it, I'm going to honor the woman I love by getting her the quiet grinder she deserves. It's totally for her and definitely not for me. So I've had my eye on this grinder since then. But uh, Hoffman also expressed the reservations he had because it's a crowdfunded project. But as is usually the case, crowdfunding can get you more bang for a buck. And that is absolutely what it is here. That's absolutely the case here. Now, online, you're going to hear some of my computer keyboard sounds, so forgive me for that. Now, online, if you go and get a crowdfunded uh, Niche Zero uh, from Indiegogo, that costs you 499 British pounds. So it's from the UK. It costs you 499 pounds, which is estimated at about 880 Singapore dollars, which puts it above the, the import tax level. So if you import that in, which is an additional 7%, which brings your total cost to around a thousand Singapore dollars. And we haven't even begun to talk about shipping, which I don't know if that will cost you more money, but it will cost you more time because if you ship it through Indiegogo, if you buy it from Indiegogo, the delivery date is estimated um, next batch at around August of this year, August of this year. And we're, we're just talking about shipping it in to bring it into you. Because again, if you're buying from overseas and there's any problems with the machine, how are you going to sort it out? you're probably going to need to spend time and money again shipping it back to them. What you could do instead is that you could buy locally, which as I've been saying for a few episodes now is a good thing that we can do, like on a moral ground, right? It's something that we can do to support local businesses in the coffee industry. Uh, The other thing is that, of course, then these businesses will sort out all of the shipping and the tax and, and all that stuff for you. And I want to highlight two in particular because they also provide warranty. They provide warranty coverage. So yes, you would be spending more uh, money for it. But I think that again, it's worth the money. And honestly, if you're already willing to spend about a thousand dollars on a grinder, these two options that I'm going to highlight for you are a few hundred dollars more, which I think is a fair asking price given all the stuff that they are doing. And let's be fair to them. They also need to run a business. They need to turn a profit, right? It's not just about covering costs. So the the two businesses that I want to highlight are Highlander. The very week that my Sete grinder was starting to give me problems that it was breaking down, I saw on social media that there were advertisements from Highlander 
saying that we are going to bring in the machine. And at the time of this recording, I believe that they, they do have stock of the machine locally. In any case, you can start talking to them. I think Highlander is a fantastic business. They have a cafe. They run their roaster. They run a training school on, on how to pull shots. That's where I learned how to pull shots and how to froth milk. Uh, I'm better at pulling shots than frothing the milk because I never practiced frothing the milk. Sorry, my senseis at Highlander. That is not your fault. It's my fault. I never practiced. But, but I believe in them. I believe in them. And I think that you should really check them out. It will, however, cost you about 1283. Uh, they bill it as 1199 on the website, but that is without GST. Once you add in the GST, then it's about 1283. What that will get you is you will get 18 months of local warranty. And I think at the time of this recording, uh, if you buy it from them, they will also throw in a few bags of beans, which is great. That will save you maybe about, uh, 30 to $40, right? Because two bags of 250 gram beans, um, that, that they'll throw in for, for you. Uh, but they're good, reliable business long established track record i think that very much like the machine if you can afford it you will be buying a great peace of mind if you if you buy stuff from highlander these guys have never let me down before right they are the ones that have helped me out with all kinds of coffee advice all kinds of coffee purchases and they have never tried to upsell me never 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 tried to upsell me on the most premium most expensive they have always demonstrated to me that they are interested in what is best for me and what can fit my budget they've never forced a sale or anything like that so i highly recommend them but i would also like to say that you do have one other pretty good looking option and that is if you go on to carousel there's a business there called there's a user there called zen coffee they price the niche zero lower at about 1165 but they have a shorter warranty, I think it's about 15 months, which is fair, right? You pay less money and then you have less warranty coverage. And also they are probably not as big or as established a business as Highlander. But I do want to point out that they do have a lot of overwhelmingly positive reviews on Carousel. Now, if you just have reservations about Carousel in general and you're not comfortable with that, that's fine. I don't want to bias you in either direction, whether you go with Zen Coffee or whether you go with Highlander uh, and and in the spirit of that, I don't want to tell you who I bought my niche zero from. Obviously, I bought it locally. Lah, so just, I mean, you could just flip a coin. But however you choose to get a hold of this grinder and whether you even choose to get this grinder or not, I hope I've at least been able to bring to your attention two local coffee businesses that are worth your consideration and definitely worth your support. But as for the grinder itself, I probably haven't spent as much time talking about it than you might have expected. And there are two reasons for that. The first is I try not to talk about the equipment that I have, especially the stuff that I'm currently using because it can feel like a bit of a weird flex. But for another, I don't believe that me contributing a full-fledged review is something I'm qualified to do or that even if I could, that it really adds much to the conversation. I don't think it adds that much value because there are so many reviews even from way back in last year when I first heard about it from James Hoffman. And that is a video review so you can actually see the product in action. So I don't want to rehash or retract ground that other people have already covered or will cover better than I ever could hope to have. I just want to add to the conversation and my specific contribution to this is what it's like to get this great product locally right here in Singapore. But on that note of conversation, I do hope that you will reach out to me and engage me with questions, especially about this grinder. Are there some things that you wanted to know from a local Singaporean standpoint, use case standpoint that I didn't cover in this episode? Or are there just other aspects of coffee in general or in Singapore that I haven't looked at yet? 
uh, please let me know. I want to hear from you. But in the meantime, it behooves me to thank you for listening to me. And I also want to thank Lakey Inspired for providing the intro and outro music and link to the SoundCloud page will be in the episode description and in the, the whole podcast description. But until next time, this has been Macchiato Memory, an attempt to make sense of the coffee scene right here in Singapore. <laughs>